So today starts my new show, which is basically talking about life after divorce. That's going to be the overall because I want to share my experiences. So this weekend was very, I guess, monumental for me. Not in a really big accomplishment way, but in a way that I'm freeing myself of the shackles that I have on my own life as 
living my life through what the expectation of my mom, my family, my the society I lived in, um, not knowing how much that influenced what I wanted to do, not only my family, but my ex-husband, like just wanting to fit the mold of what I believe um, being a good wife was. And because society put in your head, at least for me as a woman, that you should be there, you should be stable, you should be able to support. And even though I chose a career that doesn't pay as well as most, but I chose to be stable and the career that I wanted to go in was not quite stable. It doesn't have insurance and you do not know what you're going to make from month to month is not a stable income, but I believe if I stayed in that realm, I probably would be where I want to be today. But because I didn't have the faith and the right people around me, not around the same like-minded people, that I kind of made it not normal. And so I chose to be normal, you know, quote-unquote normal compared to what society um, expects us to be. So I got a regular job, um, just like I, you know, seen growing up and I actually loved it when I first got into it. Um, I really didn't expect to be in it long. I did want to go back to my field eventually, but life took its own turn. But just to say all that to say, um, this weekend I chose me. I um, was invited to come out to this modeling shoot, and it's a modeling production company, actually, and they scout new talent for companies around the world that wouldn't necessarily see these particular talents, and um, they choose out of certain amount of people to come back so they could showcase them and put them in front of the right people. Lo and behold, I got chosen to come back and it was amazing. Um, they asked us to walk and um, the main guy was there and he was basically saying it's not about how well you do something, it's about your personality and what you can bring. And so, being that I was older, I'm older than what they asked for, and I'm still shooting my shot, even though they said between the ages of 18 and 38, I am 10 years, well, 30, yeah, 38, I am 10 years, nearly 10 years older than what they asked for, and yet they still chose me short, um, closer to the plus size, and, you know, I'm just in awe at, you know, how I'm stepping out on faith and looking towards something to invest in myself that really comes easy to me and something that I truly love, that I always loved. I watch every modeling show. Um, I love to take pictures. I love film, radio, TV. Like, that's the that's the feel I should be in, and I know it. That's why I'm into it so much. I can't go away from it. I'm like, I gravitate towards it. It's something that I should be doing even after I get into the field. I would like to work in that 
area. So I'm going to put that out in the atmosphere because that is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, I know that with my heart and soul. Um, I'm just an artist all the way around. I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to write. I like to do all of the facets of entertainment. I could have been so much more if I had the confidence and and not being so insecure in who I am or who I was when I was coming up and just not having that push. And I just want to say, if there is other people out there like me that didn't get that push of confidence from the person you love the most, which I think really affected me and not too many people speak on that. I literally was talked down to daily. I don't know if it's because I haven't told my story. I don't like to complain. I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I just want to be able to share my story. And I also did not want to hurt my mom. I love her to death. And I lived my life wanting to please her and make her happy. And I'm I'm not even sure if that ever happened. Like, and she ended up passing away, you know, and I tried a couple of times to get stuff out of her and she's just stuck. Like, she just did not want to share. And that's something I'm still working on and trying not to be so hard on myself because I didn't get the relationship that I always wanted. But what I can take from it is when I moved back to Miami and I moved back in, I literally had to make a decision to move out after being there for a year because it went back to my childhood and she went back to what she was used to doing and downgrading me, comparing me to other people and making me feel less than and I had to leave that situation which was hard and I went I was like I came back to be with my family and my family was not there for me and I moved closer to the beach but I was like Tasha this isn't what you this isn't why you moved back you came back to help your mom and so I ended up making an effort to every day after work, I would come and visit my mom because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be closer to her. And in that, I did not know that I was a pleaser. I didn't realize that at that time. And of course, I wasn't, you know, thinking about counseling or anything being wrong with me. I just thought, I just want my mom acceptance and I wanted her to say I'm proud of you and you're doing a great job and I never got that but in in that um I would take the moments I always had a good way of looking at the good side of things and the moments that I had with her when I took her to dinner, like the small things that I was able to do that I couldn't do before, I would treat her to dinner and I would go to a different restaurant, try to persuade her like, 
We don't always have to go to Denny's. We don't always have to go to IHOP. Like, let me try something different. Let's go to Applebee's. And she, I get a, give you a little fuss here and there. And then she ended up liking it. And I'm like, okay, let's go to the Olive Garden. And then, you know, and she enjoyed it. And <clears throat> on Valentine's Day, right before, a couple of months before, well, a month or less than a month before she passed away. That was our last dinner together. And I thought it was so special. We ended up sharing a glass of wine. And that wine I still buy till this day. Back then, um, the Olive Garden didn't have their own brand. And this wine was called Reuniti. It was a bubbly red wine that was sweet. And I love it till this day. It's better than the Stella Rose. It's better than all those little red red wines. And it doesn't give me a headache. And it's a twist off. Like, it's not even, you know, top notch. But they did sell it in the Olive Garden. And um, <clears throat> I still have it till this day. So when I pop open a bottle of Reed Meaty, um, it's quite special to me. And so, um, yeah, it brings me to the relationship I chose for my marriage. I had no idea that I was gravitating to the same type person. Um, It wasn't necessarily the person that I fell in love with when we were dating, Um, When I came back, the person that I fell in love with was a little different and it wasn't the same. And I accepted that because I was used to people pushing me away and I was used to people not being affectionate or not um, sharing their whole heart. Um, And so I accepted it to an extent. I did have a talk like things need to change or I'm heading back and just being aware I wasn't as aware as I am today um my my dad passed first he passed in 2008 and then my mom passed maybe less than a year later in 2009 and I really didn't have time to grieve because I went straight back to work And so when my mom passed, I went back to work, probably took a few days because they only give you three days of grievance, bereavement. And um, yeah, so I worked all the way to the summer and then my ex-husband came and got me. He was my boyfriend at the time to come and get me to move me back to Atlanta. I dropped everything. I dropped my life. That I was living for two and a half years because that's how long it took him to feel like I experienced life as much as I needed to. Even though we weren't talking, we weren't communicating, we didn't know anything of what each other was doing. We just assumed quite a bit. And I assumed that he was growing just as much as I was. But um, in reality, he was going backwards. He was partying more. He was doing, getting bad habits that he wasn't 
that he didn't have before I left. Like, he became a beer drinker. He had a beer belly. Like, it was all these different signs going out during the week and not just the weekend. It was a lot of stuff I dealt with that I did not necessarily had to deal with before I left. And all of these things were overlooked because I just think I wasn't ready. I shouldn't have gone with him. I should have went later. I know anytime I leave a job, my motto is to find something before I leave. That was the first time I put a lot of faith. That was the first of many times I put a lot of faith into him to be more and have more responsibility over me and that's just not cool and I wish I was more aware of my situation I was not in a good space to go and move my life and be with someone else right after not dealing with what actually is going on and have we grown together in this process did we talk about anything no no and no and and that's where the disconnection was I just assumed he was the same person I fell in love with when we were dating when I know things was rocky when we broke up and so it's not looking at the facts that's in front of your face and then when you come into these facts of you're not equally liking the same things like I was into the church he had his issues with the church I wanted to us to pray together he didn't understand why it's like so many signs that I just glazed over because he's a good spirit he's a really good person he has you know really good manners I love his um southern charm and all of this and you're looking past things that are really important that will bring you together and the biggest factor is me having a voice and wanting to be transparent with how I feel about everything and he take take it all personal and um, make it feel like um, I don't respect him but it's not I want someone to respect what I'm saying. And I just felt like he thought I was beneath him. I always was the girl with the potential. And if I wished, I wished I questioned when he used to say that. Like, do you, do you marry someone that, that has potential? Like, that's not what you do. And if that's what you did, then that's on you. Because... Although you didn't have all the qualities I wanted, it was something that I can compromise on. Like, okay, but you have other qualities that I really enjoy and I learned to love you way more than what I did in the beginning because I ended up knowing you more through knowing and loving your family and just that whole aspect within itself. And I just think... I went into a situation where a person really didn't know me. And when they did get to know me, they really didn't like who I was. When I'm asking a person, do you like me? That That's a problem. Because 
I am feeling. This is a vibe. I am feeling like you don't. And that's why I'm asking. So are you really being truthful to me? Are you really being transparent? And the answer to that is no. So after a year has passed. It's been a little over a year now since my divorce. And I'm not sure if I will ever get that closure that I need. I don't even want to have that conversation right now. I'm still going through counseling. Um, it just led me to be vulnerable to people that can fill my bucket, my love bucket with things that I one and it's the smaller things um I don't like yeah it's the smaller things and so right now I'm in a phase of rebuilding me I'm kind of mad at myself I lost a good amount of weight like over 50 but within these last couple of months going through a lot of hardship financially and having to ask family and friends for help has been very humbling for me and real. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, especially coming from a black family. You know, we don't like to ask for any type of help, but then you do have those family members that do and I'm not that I was the one that helped I'm the one that um people borrow from and now I'm that person and so I'm just trying to find a better way to put me in a great position where I don't have to do that anymore and I plan to pay my sister my ex my friends all back like right now I have maybe three or four people I need to pay back. But other than that, um, yeah, it's just been different and hard. Um, Before I go, let me say something good because I'm just going on and on about the hardships, which is part of life. But I know how to reflect on those things now. So it's not just about, you know, being hard on me. I'm not as hard on myself as I used to be. And I learned how to give myself grace. And um, yeah, so this kindergarten, teaching kindergarten this year has been very hard and difficult. I did a class at Georgia State, which we are going to get a reading recovery certificate. And it it touched on my um, my insecurities when I write a paper. I go back to my high school days when my grammar was bad and all of that, and I have to really get my mind out of it to write a good paper. And so that's that was big for me to get over on top of all the other work we had to do at this job. It just made teaching a little more difficult the way they wanted you to do small group but the good part is that I got a certificate out of it um so my goal right now is to finish my real estate exam I put a date on it in June I'm going to take a cram course 
two weeks before so I could study at the same place I passed my test at, Barney and Fletcher. And that is my goal, as well as get into this modeling production company so they could prepare me and give me the tools I need to uh, market myself. And yeah, those are my goals for right now. And I feel good about it. And I have so much more to share, but I will share that. (laughs) on a later date I'm going to sign off and this is life after my divorce part one (laughs) let's go guys remember to love live and breathe in this life enjoy peace Thank you.